You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. And tonight, we are. Hey Queens, how's it going? It is Josh from Oz Queendom here and we are back for another amazing week of the Queendom podcast. Things are going to get a bit spicy this week. We are going to be talking about the creation of Six, the musical we all love, um, how it became to be, who's involved, who is involved right now. And we're just going to kind of refresh everybody, bring everybody up to date and go nuts from there. Uh, this is going to be a little bit of a history lesson, a little bit of a musical theatre lesson, uh, and I'm really excited to share this one with you. First of all, guys, I just want to thank you um, majorly for all your support during the first episode that dropped. Uh, it was so good to hear your feedback the lot, and I cannot wait get to get stuck in for episode two. Uh, so yeah, if you guys don't already, please follow me along on Instagram and Facebook. You'll find both my pages at Oz Queendom. But that is the little plug for now because Queens, without further ado, uh, we're going to get stuck in. And it wouldn't be an episode of the Queendom podcast without me telling you that it is time to get down. I just love that song. Oh, so good. All right, Queens, we are going to be doing a little history lesson for you guys today. Uh, not only on Six, but like the story behind Six, like who are these people that this show is written about? Like, really? Um, we're going to be doing a deeper dive into their lives in future episodes. I'm going to space that out over some time. Uh, I'm really excited to share that with you because I'm, I'm a huge history buff. I love history. I'm more American history than you, um, UK history, but I've really enjoyed learning about Tudor history again. I never enjoyed it in school. I'm pretty sure I fell asleep several times, especially around this period with the English Renaissance. I appreciate Shakespeare, but you can only read and watch Romeo and Juliet so many times before like it gets a bit like next, yeah? So in history, 1509, England gets a new king. Uh, this young 17-year-old kid, Henry VIII, takes the throne and his reign starts. In this time, we're going to get six queens, a couple of mistresses, a whole lot of reform to religious and legal proceedings throughout the time because Henry just decided to change whatever he wanted to suit his mood, um, which is crazy to think that's kind of 
how things happened back then. Uh, so we get these amazing women to come along and reign beside Henry. And the coolest thing about this story of Six the Musical is that it doesn't focus on Henry. Henry doesn't appear. Spoiler alert. Henry's not on stage, and we are not going to focus on Henry either for the rest of this episode. So, uh, to all my love to Henry, but goodbye. You get the letter. And we get these six badass monarchs, as Jane Seymour puts it. Badass monarchs. Uh, each with their own story to tell. Each with their own experiences with the king and their own turmoils, hardships, whatever you want to call it, they all went through some pretty horrible times in one of the not-so-good times to live. Um, you're thinking of the 1500s where apothecary was a thing, where medicine was being made on the streets by random guys, and things weren't the best for mental patients, for pregnancies for anything really it was just a kind of unsafe ish kind of time to live and we get these women come in and experience the brunt of everything um not only being in court but their lives outside leading up to things and that's where we kind of come in and these six queens have come together been brought together, I guess, by Catherine Parr to embark on a world tour as a pop group. And if that doesn't excite you, I don't know what does because let's bring back 500-year-old figureheads of England and put them in a pop group together and send them out on a world tour. Boom. Best musical ever. <laughs> and we're going to learn about their stories. They're going to fight to be the lead singer of this band and we're going to learn about who they are, what they went through because the lead singer of the band is going to be determined by who had or who was dealt the worst hand, uh, who had the most BS to deal with uh, and that is where we begin. Uh, we get Catherine of Aragon, Anne Boleyn, Jane Seymour, Anna of Cleves, Catherine Howard and Catherine Parr coming to tell their stories to claim their throne um, upon the lead singer of the band. <laughs> and one by one, we get to hear their stories. We get to feel their pain. We get to go through emotional journeys, ups and downs, lots of fun, lots of laughs. And then Kathy Parr comes in, flips the script. And if you want to know how the show ends, buy a ticket. Plug go buy a ticket. Uh, if you're close to New York, uh, Melbourne, Sydney, Adelaide, UK tour, wherever that is right now, or heading to, or the West End, or London, book a ticket, because you want to see this play out in front of your eyes. So no more spoilers. Uh, there's going to be spoilers later on in the series, but right now we're going to leave it there. And if you guys want to find out, listen to the show, or go see it. Perfect. This show is, to put it in the words of Mary Poppins, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Like, it is 
phenomenal. The scripting, the lyrics, the music, the direction, the stage presence, the costuming, everything about this show is just snaps for every single person that designed every single element of this. Like, boom. But a musical isn't a musical without the writers, obviously, because you need a script, you need music, and Toby and Lucy, Toby Marlowe, Lucy Moss, team of the century, uh, <laughs> come together. They uh, met in university, and they were joking for a while about writing a musical together, and then it happened. Uh, Toby started playing around on a keyboard, and a couple of songs get written, and things start to form, and they turn to one of their uh, friends that is at university with them, Mr. Jamie Armitage, and also Joe Baton. At this time, uh, they come in as uh, Jamie comes in as the director. We've got Joe as the musical director, and we've got Lucy as the choreographer. And this is where we get that first kind of student production of Six the Musical, and it's such humbling beginnings, like. You hear shows like Hamilton and that type of thing that started with professional-ish casts, um, workshopping shows together, going to the public, then hitting Richard Rogers, boom, West End, World Tour, boom, boom, boom. But this started at a school. This started with two people joking about writing a show. And now it is this. And if there are any creatives listening to this show, uh, this podcast, like myself, like I'm a creative. I, I love doing things creative. That's why I run the account that I do. That's why I'm here creating this podcast because I love finding a creative outlet and you'll know how hard it is, but you also know that there's something driving you to create. And if this isn't a testament to just do it, just have fun and put something together and see where it goes. I don't know what is. So we get this student production up and running and eventually it goes from Cambridge to Edinburgh at the Edinburgh Fringe and falls upon the amazing eyes of Wendy and Andy Barnes as well as Kenny Wax. And this is where it gets picked up. Rights get kind of uh, secured and we go from school to Fringe, to Tour, to West End, to World Tour. And that is where we are at today. And it's funny just summarizing that so quickly to think about how insane that process is, the fact it happened in 2017. And it is now February 2020, and it's taken... About it's less than three years because Fringe is usually in August. So Fringe August twenty seventeen. It's now Feb twenty twenty. So it's taken two and a half years for this show to go boom worldwide. How insane! Uh, so <laughs> as we head into the Fringe uh, Festival of twenty seventeen, August twenty seventeen, uh, we have theatre students from Cambridge. Uh, the show is produced or presented by the Cambridge University Musical Theatre Society. And after the discovery by Wendy and Andy and Kenny, the show moves from the fringe 
to the arts theatre where you guys know it as the Sixth Theatre, uh, the Arts Theatre on the West End for a limited four-show engagement. Four shows. Uh, this is their professional debut four months after the Fringe Festival. So we're in December of 2017. We get the professional debut four Monday nights at the Arts Theatre. And this sets the ball rolling. The fire is kind of lit. The embers are burning. Uh, things start kind of whispering out, yo, Six is this amazing musical. Rah, 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 you got to go see it. And then <laughs> after just over a year after the Fringe uh, debut, we get the piece of Six that I'd say every fan has is lucky isn't a CD anymore or a uh, cassette because we probably would have burnt through 10 copies by now, and that is the cast recording. And also on this cast recording, we get introduced to this first cast that everybody kind of falls in love with. We get Renee, we get Christina, we get Natalie, Genesis, Amy, and Azuka come in, claim the queens, and put their voices to the queens that we listen to on repeat now. And the creation of this kind of recording allowed the worldwide reach. I know I spent three, four months listening to the podcast, uh, b- listening to the recording before I got to see the show, uh, before I, I spent very little time listening to it before I became a fan, but there was a lot of plays where I was like, oh, there's just so many elements to the show that I love, like the witty historical humor, the, the, the amazing way the, history is layered into the songs, the different levels of characterization, like boom. So I fell in love with these voices and then the show goes on the road. July 2018, the first UK tour. And this is where we get the cast that everybody kind of sees everywhere it's on most of the main promotions before like the promotion shots are done for the cast i know they're still up everywhere here in sydney uh we get uh jj we get millie alexi maya uh natalie and amy come back as well um but jj millie lexi and maya join the cast and these are the guys that would take the uk tour all the way through to the west end debut or the current run that's still there and this UK tour also saw the addition of the amazing choreographer Carrie Ann and stunning costume designer Gabriella uh, and it saw the picture of six that you see today that you see on your Instagram feeds your Facebook pages those costumes that kind of amazing choreography during the mega sixes that is where the show kind of amalgamates into the amazing creation that it is uh in norwich the uk tour begins it then would go on to return to the edinburgh fringe uh and then before kind of moving back into the arts full-time we get a two-week run back of the arts, and then heading up to Glasgow for the end of the UK tour. Happy days. Six fans rejoice. Things blow up. <laughs> and then 
three weeks after the end of the UK tour, Six finds a home. Uh, moves back to the Arts Theatre for a 16-week run initially. 16 weeks. So this would have taken it from the about mid-June or end of June, uh, January to, what's that? The end of, or the big, midway through April, let's say. That's it, of 2019. The show has now been extended until 2021. Um, but on 17th of January, the West End production takes flight. And that is a whole monster on its own right now. Um, it's so cool to think that that is where we're at. Uh, but the Queen, the Queendom itself, uh, where we are right now, what I'm a part of, what you guys are a part of, the the amazing community that is the Queendom, like that takes flight. That is where this is this is the time that things start to grow. Uh, the the UK tour kind of sparks the interest, and then the West End production starts and things really start bubbling up. We get tons of mega sixes. We get constant content. And then things get to the point where the the producers are like, cool, let's take this international. And we touch down in the US. Chicago is where things begin. Then heads on to like Boston in Massachusetts the girls move up to the Canadian premiere in Edmonton and then come back to Minnesota for the end of the first initial U.S. tour. Um, and for the U.S. tour, we get U.S. Queens and they are still with us today about to head into Broadway. Like These girls have taken their crowns and stuck with them and I love each and every one of them. Adriana, Andrea, Abby, Brittany, Sam, and Anna. Uh, they join the Queendom. They take their crowns and are joined with Kevin McCollum, who is one of these amazing US producers uh, who's been involved in things like In the Heights and Rent. Uh, he jumps on board and goes, yep, cool, let's go nuts. Uh, so the US tour finishes up in December of 2019 and the Queens open on Broadway on Feb 13 or start previews on Feb 13. That's insane. I love that so much. Uh, so the Queens finish their reign up in the States and things are starting to grow. I mean, we've ticked off the UK. We've started the US. Everybody is kind of fallen in love with Six the Musical. And Norwegian Cruise Lines jumps on board and goes, yo, let's bring the court to sea. And why not? They ink a three-year deal to take productions of six on board their ships and sail throughout the world uh, from the beginning of 29, the midway through about 2019 through to 2020, or sorry, September 2019 was the first production of six on the sea on the Norwegian Bliss. Uh, and the production's on Norwegian will run right through until 2022. I believe we have two casts at the moment. Um, I don't have the list of their names with me right now. I apologize to you amazing queens that are out on the sea. I will give you guys a huge shout out in an episode coming up. But 
So we've ticked off US, we've ticked off the UK, we've ticked off the oceans. So where next? Of course. Let, let's go back to the UK. Let's start another tour. So we're going to get our current cast on the... Oh, we're going to get the second UK tour cast that some have joined the West End, some have gone out to do other things, but we get uh, the two Laurens, we get Madison, we get Sheck, we get um, Jody and Athena come in and take to the road for the second official uh, UK tour starting in October of 2019. And around this same time, we get the announcement that launched this guy right here, uh, the, the Australian tour. That gets announced, things go wild, and boom. We've got a new UK tour, we've got the Australian tour, and in December 2019, the cast for the Australian tour gets announced. We get Chloe, we get Carla, we get Lauren, we get Kiana, we get Courtney, we get Vidya to take their thrones, and they start in 2020 in January in Sydney before heading to Melbourne and Adelaide throughout the rest of the year. So, of course, you all know how amazing Six is and the show wouldn't be the same without the amazing swings that we've had throughout this time as well. Um, the swings have kind of taken on a life of their own in the Queendom and we love our swings, don't we, Queens? Like, they are amazing human beings. These guys know pretty much every single role inside and out, back to front, and we all do love a good uh, alternate massive, don't we? <laughs> so the swings uh, or the alternates that we've had worldwide since the beginning of time, we've had Grace with Vicky, Courtney, uh, Sheck, Zara, Sherelle, CJ, uh, Hannah, Colette, Nicole, Mallory, Courtney, Casey, Jennifer, Harriet, Natalie, Brioni or Brioni, uh, Laurie, Elizabeth, Liv, Ella, Karis, Shannon. And they are our swings of things worldwide since the beginning of time. These girls have, some of them have moved on to other things. Grace in and Juliet, Vicky in Beautiful. Um, but it's been so good to have them a part of the team for however long they were here. And these swings bring so much energy and love to the Queendom and we love them back. So right now, where does six stand? Uh, there is five casts worldwide performing this amazing show. They We've had nearly, oh, I think we're over 50 cast members uh, since 2017. And a big feat for Six the Musical recently with the Broadway production about to open when they started rehearsals for Six in New York Lucy became the youngest female director in Broadway history. Uh, that is insane. Like, that is just props to Lucy. Like, I, I love Lucy to bits, and uh, for her to hold that crown is fitting for this show, I think. Um, to have a true queen come in and take a role like that and take a record like that fits this show. And... Uh, it's so good to see the show performing so well worldwide. Like we've just sold out, pretty much sold out the Sydney run 
of the Australian tour. Broadway is going nuts. I was able to go to BroadwayCon, as you guys heard last episode, and the fan base in the US is going to be insane. And I'm so excited for you US queens to get to see your queens on stage uh, on the Brooks Atkinson stage. And obviously the UK, y'all are just insane. I love y'all. Uh, it's oh, what a journey, like what, what a community to be a part of. And it's so cool to say that. And lastly, the show uh, itself has been nominated for 16 awards worldwide and won four, uh, not to mention the rave reviews from some pretty highly acclaimed critics Um this show 100% should be the top of your bucket list. Uh, whether you're going to the West End, if you're going to be there for the Broadway run, if you're coming to Australia, make sure you see this show somewhere. Uh, I was, I've been lucky enough to see the show a couple of times and sitting next to people that haven't seen it before, I, I always ask people if they've seen it before and if they haven't, I always ask them after the show what they thought. And I had this gentleman sitting next to me uh, and... He just looked at me after the show and he just said, wow. He's like, that was just something else. And that's the perfect summary of this show is it's just, it's 75 minutes of just pure enjoyment. It's, there, there's no explanation for it until you get in that theater and feel the buzz, feel the energy feel it's a con it's the proper amalgamation of history concert and musical theater and it will literally blow your mind and i can't wait to hear you guys that haven't seen the show yet can't wait to hear your kind of response uh hear what you thought of it and for those of you that have seen the show, you guys have been pretty vocal with how much you love it and it's so good to hear your love for wherever, whatever queens you have seen. Um, and also you just support for the queens worldwide. That is something truly amazing for the queendom is that it's not just, I'm in the UK, I only support the UK queens. It's like, yo, the Australian queens are going nuts down under. Yes. The Broadway queens are about to slay the Brooke Atkinson. Yes. Like it is a worldwide kind of fan base. And that is why I love this show and the fans of this show and oh let's just show some love for each other yeah uh so guys that is a wrap on episode two that is kind of bringing you all up to date of who's in who's out who's been upside down inside out back to front obviously the cast has changed a little bit from what i've told you up above if you guys want to see who your current cast is please head to sixthemusical.com uh, and check out everything that's going on there cast wise uh, you'll be able to find all the current cast worldwide on there make sure you guys are grabbing tickets while you're there as well grab tickets to your nearest show you guys will not regret it uh, i am josh mitchell and you as i said earlier you can find me at oz queendom on facebook and instagram please come and say hi guys if you guys want me to talk about anything on the podcast please drop it in my dms and i will try my best to centralize an episode around that i am working really hard on future episodes and i cannot wait to talk to you guys in the next one but for now guys Thank you so much. If you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast so you guys get notifications of when new episodes are up. Other than that, Queens, 
I'm going to leave you with the amazing countdown from the cast recording of Six the Musical. I'll see you next week. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network.